Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. I hope that you aren't too overwhelmed with Kawhi Watch 2019. I'll tell you what. I am out in Los Angeles right now doing the show out here because we're finishing the last week of Lock It In, our FS1 television show. And the city of Los Angeles You can almost feel it if you're walking into a sports bar. You can almost feel it if you see someone and you think to yourself, they're a sports fan. When I see people picking up their phones, I think that they are looking for the latest Woj bomb to see what actually is dropping out there in terms of news. Because everything surrounding Kawhi Leonard right now seems to me to be the least Kawhi-like move that we have ever seen. What do we know about Kawhi Leonard? Now, granted, there are usual caveats about how you never know someone, right? Especially in the world of athletics, they can be substantially different than we ever thought. Their public persona can be nothing like their real life persona. All of those things. We know that that can, in fact, be true. But based on everything we know about Kawhi Leonard's career so far, is there anyone that is less likely to be the linchpin free agent that hasn't made up his mind about what he wants to do going forward than Kawhi Leonard. I can't think of anyone. And when you start to break this down from a purely, totally interesting perspective, there are several things that I think could be at play. One is the simplest. Kawhi just simply doesn't know what he wants to do. I find that a little bit strange because you've had months to sit around and think about your looming free agency. We all know that you're from Southern California and in theory have always wanted to go back to Los Angeles. But maybe, just maybe, Kawhi Leonard was stunned 
that the Raptors went and won a championship, and he was overwhelmed by the amount of love that he got from Canada, and he might have made up his mind beforehand, I'm headed to L.A., and then they won a championship, and he thought to himself, my God, it's kind of great to be a legend in a place like Canada. I got my space, this entire franchise from uh, Masai Ujiri all the way down, basically listened to me. They didn't pressure me to try to come back from an injury too soon like we saw with the San Antonio Spurs. They made everything perfect. And if you're listening to me right now, there may well have been a point in your employable life when you decided to stay at a job, not because you thought it was necessarily the best fit for you, but because the people there made it the best fit for you. And We talk a lot about life advice on this show and making decisions, and certainly it's a big part of my Wins and Losses podcast that I hope you guys will go subscribe to. But one of the life lessons that I think is important is don't mess with happiness. If you find a situation where you are really happy, don't make yourself think that greener pastures are elsewhere. Now, there's a difference between being settled and, and comfortable and being happy. Now, I'm a big guy to encourage you to take a risk, but if Kawhi Leonard knows what it's like to be on a franchise like the San Antonio Spurs, where the team didn't have his back and where he felt like he wasn't entirely comfortable, and then he goes to Toronto and everything is fabulous, do you leave a great situation for one that might might just be good? Right? There's nothing worse than changing something when you don't need to change something. So I think that could be factoring in. I think Kawhi just really might not know. Here's the Machiavellian move. What if Kawhi knows he's not going to the Lakers and he just wants all of the free agents that the Lakers would have otherwise been interested in signing to go elsewhere so that the Lakers don't put together a team that is able to challenge the Raptors? Think about what a Machiavellian move that would be for Kawhi Leonard. If he is sitting around not making a decision right now because he just wants for the Lakers to be saving all that salary cap space for him as all of these good free agent targets that they would otherwise be interested in, Patrick Beverly, maybe a Seth Curry, as they all start getting signed by other teams and ultimately the Lakers are left with a lot of salary cap room and nobody they can justify spending the money on. And so as a result, the Lakers are not able to contend for a championship at the highest possible level. There's the other possibility, certainly, and I would say this is, and that would be incredible, by the way, if Kawhi were that maniacal, if he were that Machiavellian, where he is just stringing the Lakers along to keep them from being able to use their salary cap money on other people that would make their chances of winning a championship a lot higher. But ultimately, when you look at Kawhi, So those are the two things that I think could be at play. I think either he doesn't know or he has really made the decision, you know what, I'm going to feign the fact that I don't know in a way to keep the Lakers from being able to grab other talented guys. And by the way, that could certainly work in his favor if he went to the Clippers as well, if he's going to be in the same building as the Lakers. And that would be an intriguing story if it ended up happening, because if Kawhi went to the Clippers, you would have Kevin Durant, 
and Kyrie Irving picking the little brother in the Brooklyn Nets, and you'd have Kawhi Leonard picking the little brother in the Clippers. And what it would mean is the team brands almost don't matter anymore. The individual athlete brands in the NBA matter so much more. But ultimately, I want to circle back around to where I started. What this doesn't make sense on to me is this seems to fly in the face of everything we thought we knew about Kawhi. The guy doesn't want all of the attention foisted upon him, yet in a time when every other free agent in the NBA has been able to make a decision and has been able to run out and close the loop here and end up in a really good position, for some reason, and I don't claim to know exactly why that is, Kawhi Leonard, again, we have two options that I just laid out. Kawhi Leonard hasn't been willing or able to do it himself. But if you really think about it, I said I'm out in L.A., everybody's checking their phones, everybody's obsessed, including me, with when is the Kawhi Leonard news going to break. What is also wild about it is how much Kawhi Leonard would put himself under the microscope if he decides to pull the carnival tent in and join up with LeBron James. To me, LeBron and all of the drama that LeBron James brings to bear is great if you are in the business that I'm in. I don't think that it would be a great business to be in if you have Kawhi Leonard's sensibilities. For instance, I tell my wife all this this all the time. I love drama, right? I love every ounce of drama. I'll sit down and watch the Real Housewives stories with her. I will, uh, you know, occasionally back in the day when she would buy all those Us Weekly magazines, I enjoyed reading through and, 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 and contemplating everybody else's life decisions and the drama that was going on in their relationships and their, their families. But I want a drama-free existence in my own life. And that might make me a little bit of a hypocrite, but I, in my own personal life, do not want drama, right? I don't want my kids to be dramatic, which good luck with that. I don't want my relationship with my wife to be dramatic. I don't want my relationship with my parents to be dramatic. One day, I don't want to be a dramatic grandparent. I don't want my relationship with my in-laws to be dramatic. I want them to be relatively boring, happy-go-lucky, easygoing, And Kawhi seems somewhat similar to that in that he wants to play basketball. Remember that great viral moment right before they're about to run out onto the court and one of Kawhi Leonard's teammates wants to give him dap, wants to give him a pound? And he's like, no, 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 we got a game to play. Kawhi is the very essence of the player who doesn't want to celebrate. You remember the end of Game 6 when Kawhi got the breakaway and there was hardly any time left and he wanted the and one on the layup so that the game was over? and he was arguing about it really aggressively, this is a guy who's all about championships. LeBron James, I think, more than he's about championships, is about drama. And I think much of the NBA is about drama. And what is social media but drama? Kevin Durant says, oh, I'm going to announce the team that I'm going to go join on my social media accounts. Kevin Durant now is uh, is on the nets, and he's saying, oh, basically, I didn't get enough respect when I was playing with the Golden State Warriors. I'm sitting around saying, what are you talking about, Kevin Durant? Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, they all subsumed their games to yours and constantly genuflected at the altar of Kevin Durant about how good you were. It was a sign that Kevin Durant, even though he is the first or second best player in the world, didn't really feel like he was getting enough acclaim. He wasn't happy because 
of internal issues, I believe, not external issues. Kawhi seems like a dude who's fairly comfortable inside of his own skin. He doesn't feel the need to put out pictures of himself all the time on social media. He doesn't feel the need, like LeBron James does, to emote so many times during the course of the season. He doesn't feel the need to do anything, it doesn't seem, really outside of being a great basketball player. Isn't it crazy that he would give up all of those attributes of his character to go play with LeBron James and join that circus, that carnival, that unbelievable drama-filled team that would be the Lakers with Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, and Kawhi Leonard? Not to mention, it's everything that Kawhi has been not about over the past several years. The Spurs, not that covered of a team. Even as good as they were in San Antonio, they had a great deal of, uh, of you know, sort of personal space. Certainly in Canada, until the Raptors won a championship, Kawhi had a lot of space. Now, maybe all this Raptors love is going to be ultimately the decision that ends up pushing him away from Toronto because he doesn't. He wants to be able to go out to uh, Lowe's and go buy some moving boxes without it turning into a major story. But everything that Kawhi would do in L.A. would turn into a major story. And even if Kawhi personally is not creating a ton of drama surrounding him, LeBron brings so much drama with him that you, as a part of the LeBron James Inc. experience with the Lakers, would have that drama melting onto you all the time. You'd be answering questions. Every little thing you said or did would be diagnosed in a way that it wasn't in the Raptors. How many times was Kawhi Leonard's body language a viral story in the world of the NBA last year? I don't ever remember it happening. LeBron James and his teammates, every single game that he plays is dissected. Every single interaction between LeBron and his teammates is a major story. Is that what Kawhi Leonard wants? I just, I don't buy it. I really don't buy it. And I think maybe that's why he's undecided. He's trying to rationalize this in his mind because I do believe he is motivated by championships. And from a pure championship perspective, that has to be ultimately what's attracting him to the Lakers. Trying to weigh being on the best team alongside of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, the three best basketball players on the same team that would have ever happened in the history of basketball outside of the Olympics. The three best players to ever play for an NBA team. And does he want that with the odds of a championship attenuated, connected to it? Or does he want to continue what he's doing in Toronto, maybe sign a one-year extension with a one-year option, which to me would preserve a lot of his flexibility. He now knows how all the parts are going to arise in the NBA. The Raptors have as good of a chance as anybody of winning a title right now if he doesn't move at all. Does he like playing with Pascal Siakam? Does he like Kyle Lowry? Does he like Marcus Gasol and all the talent that has been brought to bear and surrounds that Toronto Raptors team? If he does then signing a one-year deal with a player option would preserve all of his free agency attributes, and he would be able to see, for instance, how LeBron and Anthony Davis interact together in a year in Los Angeles and potentially join the Lakers next year and after another year of playing with the Toronto Raptors. 
I am fascinated by this. Probably a lot of you are as well. We're obviously covering this aggressively on Fox Sports Radio. I'd encourage you to make sure you're not missing any of the radio and also to make sure that you're constantly hitting refresh on your Twitter handle like everybody else in the country who is a, cares about the NBA, but certainly in, 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 and even at a higher percentage in L.A. where Laker fans are slowly going insane as they constantly and feverishly check their phones. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be this, of course, a confident show, especially when we are fortunate enough to be graced by the presence of Petros Papadakis at the old P on Twitter, AM570 LA Sports. And Petros, Kawhi Watch, have you experienced anything like Kawhi Watch? I know you had LeBron Watch before, but how would you characterize Kawhi Watch? Well, I think it's really interesting because you have the whole city kind of held hostage by this guy and it's the hope of the future of this Clipper franchise that everybody's been talking about what a great position they've put themselves in and praised them all year long and talked about the offseason and how it was going to garner all these uh, fruitful things and uh, then you have the rich kind of getting richer with the Lakers situation where all their problems have seemed to be fixed by outside influences like Rich Paul and and Anthony Davis and LeBron James kind of covering up or putting a Band-Aid on the dysfunction of the front office that we've been talking about, you know, for the last however many years. So uh, it's pretty interesting, just the the two things kind of rubbing up against each other. And the longer that Kawhi waits to make the decision, the longer that he strings people out and obviously – you know, he's a question mark wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in the Riddler costume and all that. Uh, I I think that uh, it, the better it looks for the Lakers, right? I, I start off the show asking this question. Do you think there's any possibility that Kawhi Leonard is Machiavellian enough to make a decision to make the Lakers wait so that other free agent targets of theirs end up not being able to be signed? And then he goes back to Toronto, which would theoretically help the Raptors' chances of winning a championship because the Lakers would have not been able to get their top free agent targets because they waited on Kawhi. Or is no. that just way too Machiavellian? I think that's uh, I think that's a great work uh, use of the word Machiavellian. Yes, I'm very uh, we proud haven't of heard it. that much in, in popular discourse since uh, Tupac passed away, and his whole thing was Machiavelli, which was. Uh, Obviously different, but really. And by the way, also we're not really sure that Tupac is dead. So let's just uh, show a little respect for the fact that he might still be living somewhere. But where? (laughs) I don't. I don't know. That's the question. And also in the modern in the modern day of social media, do you really think Tupac would not have been caught like somewhere in Barbados or Belize or because it was always rumored to be a Caribbean island? I mean, I know you live down there. Yes. that was always the talk ever since I was young and he got killed 
was that Tupac is on some Caribbean island and he's never going to reemerge because Suge Knight will kill him if he hasn't already killed him. But that being said, in today's everybody has a phone, everybody's a journalist, you don't think somebody would have seen Tupac at this point? Also, that the Caribbean island people wouldn't be huge Tupac fans, right? I lived in the Caribbean. It's it's not like Tupac's music doesn't make it to the Caribbean. There are tons of huge uh, Tupac fans. So you would think, yes, that they would certainly have have seen him. By the way, while I've got you on this, is there a conspiracy theory that you believe in that you think other people will consider you crazy to believe in it? No, I don't think any that people would consider me crazy. Yeah, like I sometimes I mean, I think enjoy something really weird about. I think there was something really weird about Michael Jordan quitting the NBA. The first yeah, I think time. you and I are in agreement there, where you kind of have this sense that he was on double secret probation, and David Stern didn't announce it, but it was over gambling. Like I, I think that is. Right. I think that happened. I'm convinced that St. Patrick actually cheated snakes into the sea in Ireland. The reason why I bring it up is, and uh, I, I sometimes find conspiracy theories to be utterly fascinating. I'll give you an example of one that I think has just been proven. Jason Whitlock, to his credit, has been telling me for years now, man, the Silicon Valley companies are discriminating based on the content that they advertise, right? That they distribute at a high level. And they are, are, are discriminating based on political opinions that their executives favor. And I was like, I don't know. That seems kind of risky for Facebook and for you know Twitter and for YouTube and Google and all these companies to make decisions based on the politics that they favor. Like I was like, I kind of think the algorithms are honest and straightforward. But I think he was totally right. I think he was right that they have artificially constructed a algorithmic system that favors whatever they happen to believe in, right? And his his position was Silicon Valley is you know is directing america in a direction whether you agree or disagree with it that follows silicon valley ideals and i just thought that was way too tinfoil hat i think he's now being proven almost to be 100 percent right yeah i think that's proven out over the years there's no doubt about it but ufos i mean i think i'm a big ufo guy i believe i believe in ufos well, I don't think that there's like big-headed, weird-eyed people being dissected. Somewhere yeah, I'm not like in an area Mexico. fifty. Yeah, I'm not an area fifty-one guy where I think like we have a ton of alien bodies that we've kept hidden and everything else. But I think UFOs have visited the uh, have visited the United States, like unidentified flying objects. And I don't mean that only in the now, context Clay, of know, aliens. There's a there's a show that covers all of this. You realize that there's a there's a radio show that covers all of this stuff. It's called Coast to Coast. AM. Oh, I used to, yeah, sometimes really, when you're really up famous, late night, yeah. I used to listen to that sometimes. I was driving home or, you know, it's super late. I, I would be on that. Yeah, Coast to Coast AM. It used to be run by Art Bell, and he did go absolutely crazy and put on the tinfoil hat and moved out to the middle of nowhere, Nevada. Yep. And now it's run by George Norrie, who's a fabulous radio personality and a great... Uh, a genius really and he does a great job on that show like are you a bigfoot guy uh no but i work with a lot of bigfoot people the one thing i do find interesting about bigfoot is that people think that like bigfoot keeps like a harem like if you have a hot wife and you bring her out into the forest like bigfoot snatches her and makes makes her his uh his chick 
and she runs around the forest naked with Bigfoot and breeds with Bigfoot. Well, that would be Bigfoot. That would be a uh, that would be a hell of a well, story. Well, that happened in a Bigfoot movie. He took the guy's wife and choked the guy out. There's like a Bigfoot movie that, believe it or not, Bobcat Goldthwaite, the old comedian. Oh yeah, Police yeah, Academy. Yeah, Police Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, Bobcat Goldthwaite is uh, is like the foremost authority on Bigfoot in the world of production, and he made a horror movie about Bigfoot. And uh, and in that movie, Bigfoot steals the guy's wife and uh, snatches uh, the guy's throat out. That sounds like an awful movie. Did you watch the whole movie? Oh, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have a guy at work, uh, John Ramos will know him, all your people, uh, uh, Dave Magdaleno, who's our head engineer for the Dodgers and stuff over at AM570, the station that you're on on in Los Angeles. Yes. AM570 LA Sports, right? That one, home of the Dodgers. Yes. Uh, he is, he's a huge Bigfoot expert. In fact, you might want to get him on. He's, he's really good with Bigfoot. Oh, I, I, I mean, look, when it's, once Kawhi's made his decision, and we're talking about, uh, you know, like, once the U.S. Women, the World Cup run has stopped, like, I am all in on Bigfoot conversations on the show because we got at least six weeks of no real sports news and that's uh that's when Bigfoot talk's going to emerge at a high level um so let's go let's circle back around to the NBA how did you follow all of the free agency news were you on your phone hitting refresh like everybody else are you a guy who puts your phone away and just every couple of hours you'll go back and check and see what actually happens well I didn't have to be on the air so if I'm not on the air I'm not responsible for it till you know, I have to talk to somebody about it. So I, I didn't I didn't obsessively stay on top of it or anything. You just let it come because, you know, just like any other normal citizen, uh, unless you have to work that day, I don't see the point, or you're like a crazy fan, I don't see the point in sitting around your phone and hitting refresh over and over again. It's like the equivalent of waiting for your ex-girlfriend to call you or something. You know, it might not happen. And that's so not a good for, way to live. For people out there who may not really understand the uh, the dynamic between the Lakers and the Clippers, I mean, I think everybody knows the Lakers are the big brother, the Clippers are the little brother. But for both of them to be out there trying to pursue Kawhi Leonard, we already saw Kyrie and Kevin Durant go to the Nets, which was seen as an incredible slap in the face to the Knicks, given the respective strengths and those brands and those powers in those markets. What would it mean if Kawhi decided to go to the Clippers over the Lakers? Well, it would obviously be the biggest moment in the history of the Los Angeles Clippers, but really the biggest moment in the history of the Clippers, no matter what happens, is that Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers is that they put themselves in a position to be seriously considered by the Kawhi Leonard's of the world. And, and you understand that that dynamic is very different from what we're used to here in Los Angeles. Obviously, there's an enormous gap in popularity. There's an enormous gap in how the teams are perceived, NBA history, all those different things, but not not so much as far as leadership, even really back in the day, I mean, it was kind of different, but Donald Sterling and Jerry Buss were close friends. I mean, Jerry Buss is the guy that convinced Donald Sterling to buy the Clippers in the first place. So I don't think he was happy when he moved him up to Los Angeles, but 
you know, there's a lot between the franchises that people don't really realize. Yeah, no, that is uh, that is intriguing. I think uh, in general. So, if Kawhi comes to the Lakers, is it good or bad for the NBA in your mind? Oh, I don't think it's good. I mean, I didn't think it was good when Durant went to the uh, Warriors, but it still became compelling. And you know, things change and things move, and people get hurt. And the Toronto Raptors ended up winning the NBA Finals, so. You know, parity still exists no matter what these guys try to do as far as building super teams. The Heat got beat, you know, right when they tried to build that super team a couple times, and then they won it a couple times. So I think it's a tough call. I think think that it wouldn't seem very fair with the way that we've covered the Lakers and seen the way the Lakers have run and dealt with this stuff that they'd still be able to sign – three of the top five players in the NBA and have them on the team. That's, you know, I don't know if you want to call it injustice. It obviously isn't, but I guess it just speaks to the power of the brand. If the Knicks brand isn't powerful anymore, uh, I think it's certainly proven out that the Lakers is. Uh, Even if they don't get Kawhi Leonard and he goes to the Clippers, I mean, the Lakers are still running around with two of the best top, uh, top five guys in the league in LeBron James and A.D., and they pulled off the AD trade, and AD is likely going to be there uh, for for an extended period of time and sign an extension there. So uh, the Lakers are sitting pretty no matter what, but if the Lakers uh, end up getting this guy away from the clutches of the Clippers, which has seemed, you know, for Clipper people, like it was uh, a, a foregone conclusion for months and months. I mean, everybody thought Kawhi was going to be a Clipper, but... The circumstances of the NBA Finals and all the different things that have played out since might have changed that. Uh, But it is interesting that the Clippers are even in the conversation, Uh, and that's because of their owner, who's, who's, for all uh, reports, one of the great owners and business people to work for in, uh, in the country. What in the world's going on with Magic uh, and and this whole relationship with Kawhi and his relationship with the Lakers? I told you a long time ago, he can't stand not being talked about. He can't stand not being in the spotlight. He can't stand not being part of the conversation on the daily. Uh, If somebody blames him for something, he immediately shows up to defend himself in social media or on Stephen A's show. If if there's credit to be given or taken, uh, he tries to find a way to get a part of that. If there's a meeting or something, and maybe somebody called him, maybe he didn't, you know, he's very quick to call Ramona or Brad Turner and uh, leak it out. I mean, he's just, I mean, what what's wrong with him? What's going on? This should be the most obvious thing to you in the world. He is desert-ass thirsty. He is the thirstiest <laughs> NBA superstar that ever lived. And we're talking about Magic Johnson. I mean, we're talking about the greatest Laker of all time, no argument there, not even close. We're talking about an icon in this business. Yeah, he could do terrible things, which he doesn't, and people would still love him. He's done a tremendous amount of community outreach. There's still people defending him, but he is like just desert ass, cotton mouth thirsty. And he cannot stand anybody uh, being any way involved in this and taking blame or not getting credit. He 
he needs to be out in front. And he'll make sure through all his media contacts that no matter what happens, he is. Uh, whatever's going on with the Lakers, it's positive. I'm pretty convinced that it's in spite of magic, not because of him. What do you think, and last question for you, we're talking to Petros Papadakis at the Old P on Twitter, Petros and Money Show, AM 570 LA Sports. You can hear him in the afternoon. Many of you will be hearing him to finish your day. You're listening to him start your day now. What do you think it says about Kevin Durant? That and, and this is kind of a broader philosophical question. It, it seems like he thinks that what team he moves to is going to make him happy, right? He's now saying, oh, the Warriors didn't respect me enough. It seems like he didn't feel respected enough with Oklahoma City. Is, is, is this a futile move, like this idea that he's going to suddenly go to a new team and feel better? I, I don't know. I mean, I can't tell you how he feels. Uh, obviously, you know, we all have been to enough therapy or, or seen somebody on uh, reality TV going to therapy uh, to know that you cannot run away from yourself, right? You can only run away uh, from a place. And if what's bothering you is in you, uh, you'll never get away from it. Obviously, he's a very sensitive, some would say uh, insecure guy, and uh, you can make a really good case for that. The modern-day NBA athlete you know, how they can really go anywhere and bring a great deal of attention to that place, Oklahoma City, you know, uh, places like that. Uh, I I think it's more that than just an individual Kevin Durant is a weedy conversation. Good stuff, as always. Petros Papadakis, we will talk to you uh, next week. Thank you for tolerating me. I was driving all around town, you know, up (laughs) early today. Appreciate that. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Appreciate everybody out there on the podcast downloading it. We have got, by the way, a great podcast coming your way. I think it'll be up either late today or tomorrow with Dan Wetzel of Yahoo Sports. He's over in France covering the U.S. women. Uh, We did the entire first hour breaking down all the free agent news. uh, And obviously, we are continuing to break that down throughout the course of the show. But I wanted to take a minute here to uh, mention the U.S. women who got a huge win on Friday. And look... For all the criticism you can levy against her, uh, and certainly there was a lot of criticism uh, levied against Megan Rapinoe for deciding to say, I'm not going to the effing White House. She came out and single-handedly, I thought, won a game for the U.S. women against France. And uh, I kind of liked the pose right after the first goal. Um, You know, she also then said, I'm not going to spend any time on social media. And then uh, AOC invited her to tour the House of Representatives. And the only thing she's tweeted in several days was that she'd be excited to attend the uh, the House of Representatives. I don't know how many of you saw this, but she's gotten intensely political. Um, Let's see. uh, it's it's amazing. She said, consider it done at AOC. That's the only thing she's tweeted in the past several days uh, celebrating the win. 
But, man, it's high theater, and we will find out whether the U.S. can get past Great Britain. Uh, they've moved on to Lyon and France, and uh, then if they win on Sunday, they will play in the uh, the title game, which will be a massive audience out there. And I think you got to give credit to Rapino for being able to deliver despite the fact that she was under an incredible microscope. And people like me would have come on uh, on this show and said if the U.S. women had lost, this is what happens when you put the cart before the horse. This is what happens when you start getting involved in making political statements instead of worrying about actually winning the World Cup. Now, she was able to withstand the criticism. She was able to perform at a high level. We'll see if that continues in the semifinals and in the finals. But I thought it was a pretty phenomenal, riveting television in that game against France. And again, I think if she doesn't play, the U.S. women lose. Because France, I thought, controlled pace, kind of dominated, but for the one kind of freakish free kick that got through four or five minutes into that game, and but for a pass, which I don't think was intended for her, but she ended up in exactly the right place, and she finished it, and that was the two goals that the U.S. women scored. Now, they took away one, which would have made it 3-0, and I don't think it was offsides, and it could have turned into a huge controversy. It's not going to rise up to a high level of controversy. Uh, but it is, uh, it's pretty fascinating to, uh, to follow and see exactly what happened there with uh, Megan Rapino. Let me bring in Jason Martin. Uh, Jay Martin, are you – so we put up a poll on Friday, and we said, are you rooting for the U.S. women? And it was like 60 to 40, basically, that there were 40% of people rooting against the U.S. women. And some people said, well, how in the world could you root against the U.S. women based on the fact that they're still American – aren't you doing exactly what you are criticizing Megan Rapinoe for if you're choosing not to support the U.S. women? And my argument was pretty straightforward. It is, look, there's a certain segment of the American population out there that feels like Megan Rapinoe just punched them right in the gut. Just walked up unsolicited and saying, I'm not going to the effing White House. And again, the effing White House, and she's apologized and said I shouldn't have cursed, but it's not just an assault to many people on... Uh, the president, but when you denigrate the White House in that way, and then also, by the way, you accept an invite to the House of Representatives, you have taken an intensely political statement as a member of a team that I think most people would prefer is not particularly political in nature, which is the U.S. women's team. You're playing for the country, under the flag, everything else. So people say, well, it's intensely not American to root against the American team as those 40% uh, were doing. Now, Personally, I'm always going to root for the American team. I try not to get wrapped up in the individual uh, opinions of athletes and just root for them because I'm an American. But I do understand how you could be a fan in the world of sports and you feel like you unsolicited just got punched right in the gut and then you make the decision, you know what, I'm not particularly excited about supporting the U.S. women's team. So the way to respond to that gut punch is, is to respond with your own gut punch and be like, I hope they lose. Uh, and I think that's a little bit of what was going on for about 40% of the population. You see that? What did you think? Do you wish that Megan Rapinoe had just kept her mouth shut? I, I try not to care either, because when it comes to entertainment and pop culture, if I cared too much about what people had to say politically, I'd never listen to music, I'd never watch television, or I'd never go to movies. Which, by the way, let me, let me cut you off there, because that's a great segue to this. Did you see... What was said about uh, Toy Story 4? Great movie, right? Yeah, I, took, awesome. I took my kids to go see uh, Toy Story 4. We all liked it. Speaking of like the ridiculousness of the world that we live in right now, I'm reading directly from a critic's review, 
in an appearance on uh, Radio 4 Saturday Review, a writer accused the film of being anti-feminist, disabled, racist, and heteronormative. Uh, and that is, I'm reading from this article, the belief that heterosexuality is the norm or default sexual orientation. By the way, isn't it? Yes. Like, I mean, aren't like 95 or 96% of people heterosexual? Not that I care if you are listening to me right now and you are gay, more power to you. But the vast majority of people in the world and certainly in the country are straight. So I don't understand how that is a negative thing to say. Like, it's not saying you can't be gay or you should be unhappy if you're gay. Um, But I don't understand how that's become an insult. But this is a direct quote from this lady. It's 2019. What on earth is Disney doing having a film that has no leads that are black characters? Yes, there are black actors here, but they are yellow and they are green and they are plush. How can that possibly think that that's all right now? Maybe in 1995, but not now. Ugh. Can you believe that this is the world we live in? Like, where literally people are going out and watching Toy Story 4, which, again, I want to give an endorsement to. If you're a parent like I am, or even if you're just a grown-up and you have been going to see these Toy Story movies, I thought this was pretty good, right? The movie itself is good. But that kind of speaks to the absurdity of the world that we live in now, right? That you're accusing a cartoon of being racist, disabled, anti-feminist, and heteronormative. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, Buzz Lightyear's white, Woody's white, but most of these things are toys, and so that's why they're green and yellow. That's why Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele are, I mean, they're playing Ducky and Bunny. They're not playing themselves. There's not a whole lot of white characters in Toy Story either, because the humans aren't the point. It's toys. So I don't know that we need to go down the race card when it comes down to toys, but the problem with getting into politics if you're Megan Rapino, and she probably doesn't care. Like She's fine to go into this, and if she wants to, then she can wade right on into it. But you know this. You're going to have a choir that you're preaching to, and then you're going to have another denomination or an atheist church or whatever that can't stand you because of what you said. So all of a sudden, this team doesn't become particularly likable to that segment. I just try to separate it. More Look, Megan Rapino can say whatever she wants. I don't know Megan Rapino that's where she wants to go then that's fine she'll take whatever flack she does whenever we're sitting behind the microphones and we say things some people are going to take that the wrong way in 2019 as you just read about toy story 4 if there is a bad way to take something it's going to be taken that way because there is money involved in creating this level of rage i think the bigger question this is what i asked on my fox show clay is if they lose is it sexist for us not to kill them the way we would if they were the dream team and this was Olympic men's basketball? Because they're so dominant. If we don't just maul them if they don't finish this and win, isn't that sexist because we're not giving them the credit that they deserve for being this dominant? Or holding them to the same standard. Exactly. Yeah, I, look, I, I felt the same way when they tried to say, oh, we scored 13 goals and the criticism we're getting is sexist. And they were like, you would never criticize a men's team like this. And I, and, I, and I felt like it was a record scratch moment because it wasn't the scoring, first of all, although it was somewhat that. It was the celebration. And, and I came on and I said immediately, I said, you know what, if a team is winning 50 to nothing and they score an extra touchdown, and they did an entire, you know, seek, like almost like uh, it, it had been synchronized performance yeah. of celebration. 
they would get crushed. And honestly, the male athletes wouldn't stand for it, right? I mean, we saw what happens when a guy like T.O. runs to the star and tries to put the football down back in the day. In football, you get crushed. I mean, remember what happened with Cam Newton? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the guy wasn't – and he, he was doing the dance when it wasn't necessarily blowout games, and guys wanted to tee off on Cam Newton. In fact – I think a big reason why Cam Newton and the Panthers didn't end up winning the championship was because the Denver Bronco defense got so fired up at the idea of Cam Newton trying to show them up and dance on them in the Super Bowl that they said, we're not going to allow it to happen. We're going to break this guy. And it seems like they almost did because it took Cam over a year, and I'm still not sure he's recovered from what happened in that Super Bowl in order to bounce back. And so I think what will happen is, yeah, look, if, if they don't get it done, it would be like the Dream Team in 92 not winning. Now, the other thing I would say about this is they get a lot of credit, but I have been on this for a while. All you have to do to look, as some people say, like, why are our women so much better than our men? And the answer is because our women have infinitely more freedoms than most of the women do in the world. And to me, what has been frustrating about Megan Rapino and the way she has grabbed control of this storyline by endorsing AOC, by ripping Donald Trump, the White House, everything else, is in our country, you can be upset about things all the time. But by and large, we are better off, and certainly our women are better off, than almost any women that have ever lived at any point in time anywhere in the world. So if I'm Megan Rapino playing in the World Cup, she's not contending for an American championship. She's playing in the World Cup. I want to use American values to encourage other countries to provide the same opportunities to their women that our women have. And so you can be upset with Donald Trump or you can be upset with AOC or you can dislike whatever's going on in our current American marketplace. But we're doing most things right. I know it's very trendy to gripe and moan and complain about the way things are going in America today. But if you take your focal point outside of our country and look at the rest of the world, we have got it so damn good. And in particular, our women dominate because of the freedoms that we have. I would rather Megan Rapino be holding up the U.S. flag and telling other countries, hey, if you want to try to beat us, you're going to have to provide the same kind of freedoms to your women that our women have because it's not a coincidence that almost every game in the Women's World Cup so far this year, if you just look at the two countries and you bet them blindly based on which country has more freedom, almost every game, the team in the country that has more freedom wins. That doesn't ever happen in the Men's World Cup because by and large, men have access to playing sports, whether you live in an incredibly wealthy country like the United States or a somewhat challenging poor country like, uh, let's say, Brazil, right? Or, uh, or a non-first you know, world country. They're still able to produce high-level athleticism for their men and high-level achievements. That's the most frustrating thing, I think, in general about this whole Megan Rapinoe story to me is she does have a huge uh, platform right now. While it is the World Cup, I would want to encourage other countries to model themselves on what we have done as a society as opposed to trying to denigrate aspects of American society that you disagree with. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I've never actually thought about it from that perspective, but the freedoms that women enjoy from a young age 
they're able to play sports. They're encouraged to play sports. Increasingly, they're encouraged to play sports. They have the ability to, and there's not a government that's actually trying to hold them back from the things that they're trying to do. Or making them play in burkas like they right. do in Iran, or not letting them go watch actual soccer games like they would do in Iran. Is it, is it any surprise that the countries that have more freedom also have more talented female athletes, that it would actually be beneficial to be able to, say, wear shorts as opposed to have to play in a burqa and pants <laughs> like you would in Iran. And I'm not trying to say that every country is like Iran, but if you just look straight up at every game that's been played in the Women's World Cup, you can almost pick the winner just by uh, trying to assess which, which country provides more freedom to women. Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, sometimes you're pretty smart. Like on occasion, you surprise me, Clay. And then this one is this one's hard to deny. I mean, you're starting to see the world catch up a little bit. Spain put a ton of money into women's soccer, and we and saw France what they did. Has. And France and- has, yes, exactly. There are a few there are a few countries that are now starting to do it. I guess maybe because they're seeing the example, they're seeing the blueprint, the rubric with what's happened with the United States. Maybe it's going to be tougher going forward because women's soccer people are investing in it more, but the freedoms that the female athletes do hold, you can talk about equal pay and all of these things and whatever arguments you want to make, they are able to get on the pitch. And they're also able to get on the pitch with guys and play with them as well. I mean, there are a lot of countries where that couldn't happen either, I would say. Oh, you can't even watch. I mean, right. that's, that's the thing. Like, if I'm Megan Rapino, I, I, I don't want to create... See, when she goes after the White House and says, I'm not going to the effing White House, that's a story. Right. And on some level, you can say, oh, I love the fact that American athletes have the ability to criticize their government. Mm -hmm. And I understand that somewhat more when it I still don't think it makes a lot of sense. Right. From a purely business perspective, I don't want to alienate half of my audience by taking a side like that if I'm an athlete in that position. But when you're competing for an American championship. I somewhat understand the fact that you might feel the need or want to say something about the American political process at this point in time. But when you are competing for a world championship, to me, you want your your scope to be broader than what is going on right now in your home country. And we have a look. I'm again, I'm not saying that American life is perfect, but for women in the world, America is that shining city on the hill, particularly in the world of athletics. So if I am Megan Rapino, instead of trying to push down a side of American political life that I don't like, what I would use instead is the example of mine and my teammates to point and say, hey, other countries, we do a lot of things right in America when it comes to giving women freedom. And if you ever want to hoist this trophy or find yourself into contention for doing it, you're never going to be able to contend unless you give your women the same kind of freedoms that we have. There's a big deal in Saudi Arabia when women got the right to drive cars recently. It's not a surprise to me that Saudi Arabian women are not that good at soccer because, again, that is a reflection of how much worth you put in women's athletics and just women's rights overall. And so I, that's what I would like to see from Megan Rapino. That's what I would like to see from the American women. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
as I have been talking about for a while, we have got a new podcast called the Wins and Losses Podcast, and the feedback from you guys has been absolutely phenomenal on this. So far, we have covered a large variety of subjects. We have gone through things with Jason Whitlock. We talked with uh, current Washington State football coach Mike Leach, the guy who sold and founded Rivals and uh, 24-7 Sports, Shannon Terry. How about Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference and ESPN and SEC Network's Paul Feinbaum. I'm telling you, you guys are going to like them. The concept is wins and losses, the best and worst moments potentially of your career and how you got to where you are. Make sure that you go download that wins and losses podcast, long form conversations. I think you guys will enjoy them. All right. Final segment here. Biggest sporting event going on beyond a shadow of a doubt tonight is going to be the U.S. women going and taking on England, getting ready potentially to advance to Sunday's final in the World Cup. And I just want to dive into this in a big way. The numbers on the U.S. women and their soccer run continue to astound me. I know for a long time, really since all the way back in 1994, people have been saying in this country, soccer is the next big thing. And I think one reason why so many of you are rolling your eyes right now as you hear me talk about this is because so much of that argument has gone on and been in existence since I really think this started back in 1994 when the U.S. hosted the Men's World Cup was this idea that at some point soccer is going to come into America and it's going to be as relevant as other sports. And instead of being kind of a uh, like a light switch that you flip and it suddenly goes from darkness to light and everything changes, it's been a very gradual revolution. And I don't think people have really picked up on how much it's changed. But I see this And I look at the numbers of people who are watching the U.S. women. I look at the continued growth of soccer with the U.S. men. But what impresses me even more is I look at my boys and the way that they and their friends are plugged into the global soccer marketplace blows my mind. When I was a kid, and I'm 40 now, so it's been a while, the only foreign athletes I really knew were tennis players. If you watched Wimbledon or you watched the French Open or you watched the U.S. Open in tennis, you might know some of the best players in the world. That was pretty much it. When I take my kids to elementary school now, the number of kids in Messi jerseys, the number of kids in Ronaldo jerseys, the fact that my boys have debated who is a better soccer player, Ronaldo or Messi, is a different universe. And we have now English Premier League soccer teams on tour, and people know them in a way that they never did when I was growing up. And so I think for the people out there who are arguing that soccer is never going to be a thing, it's because you've been thinking about it in the wrong method. This is not, like I said, a light switch where suddenly there is a massive sea change that goes on. It's a slow-moving revolution. And the kids today that are diving in on the U.S. women and on the U.S. men's team, and God forbid if we ever actually got a run going with the U.S. men where people could really buy in and believe the U.S. men were a threat to advance to a substantial degree in the World Cup, it is really fascinating to watch. And, you know, I, I always like to say we sometimes forget that things can change. And if I had done this radio show back in the 1950s, if I had been coming on, I would have said to you, hey, the three most popular sports in America, and it ain't ever going to change, are going to be baseball, horse racing, and boxing, right? Horse racing and boxing have, to a large extent, 
disappeared on the American sporting marketplace. Baseball is under siege, and there has been a lot of changes that have gone on in the marketplace of sports in America today. I think soccer is going to become a clear number three at some point in my life. I really do. I think football is going to be hard to replace. I think basketball is going to be hard to replace. But I think soccer and baseball are going to be going head-to-head. And I love baseball. I'm not trying to knock and denigrate baseball. I don't think it's going to be so much about baseball falling as it is going to be about soccer rising. And it's going to be an incredible story to follow. And the U.S. women are a big reason why, because they're bringing in this massive new audience of young girls who are obsessed with following a team that can win at a high level. We've talked with Dan Wetzel on this program a lot. He's over in France right now covering everything surrounding the U.S. women and the amount of American women that are on the road bringing their kids and everything else. That's the next generation. It's going to be absolutely fascinating to follow. And the U.S. women, unlike the U.S. men, actually win, which factors in in a big way. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 